It's now time for another Broken Neck Radio interview. Hi, Steve. How's it going? Not bad. How are you? Pretty good. It's just weird being called Steve. That sounds like, is that my wife on the line? <laughs> <laughs> my name's Metallic Rose. I'm from Broken Neck Radio. Okay, cool. So I understand you guys got another album coming out on February 26th. Well, here in the right. States, it's coming out February 26th. Anvil is Anvil? Yep. Is there any significance to that title? Why don't you think there is? Of course. <laughs> I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I don't think that there's anything ambiguous about it. It's, uh, I, I think it's virtually the same thing as saying we are Motorhead, isn't it? Yeah, after all, Anvil is Anvil for sure. You know, it's like the Metallica album called Metallica. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard the song Die for a Lie that's on your website. Right. And it has an apt title, and the lyrics are very relevant to what we have to deal with these days with uh, terrorism. Um, what led you to write that? Just what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Ob- it's really obvious. Um, it's, I'm, I, I write from my environment. Fundamentally speaking, I write from my environment. Um, and that's in my environment, and I can't help but be. You know, it's everywhere, that shit. Everybody's worried about it. Everybody's... And uh, to the point that it's... There's just so much wrong that that religion has brought, and it has to do with our interpretation of it, more so than what it actually says and what it actually represents and what it does. It's... um, the negativity of, of the separation in humanity as a result of, of religious beliefs. And when you look at the foundations, there are no, there is no evidence, none, that any of it is true. There's no evidence to say that it's not. So therefore, it's a theory, all theoretical. There is nothing, there is nothing absolute about it at all. Nothing, no tangible reason, none. But yet we're willing to die or murder each other in the name of it. That's really twisted. Really fucking twisted in my mind. Especially, especially when we're discovering and it's known, it's out there, the information's out there, the Sphinx is way, way older than people thought it was. What does that mean? That means that mankind is a lot older than we know. And long before we we wrote the books, so to speak. So where is our, what is our origin? And maybe, maybe there was a reason that we looked to the sky. Maybe the reason we looked to the sky and, and say that it's above and surrounds us and it comes from the universe is because it's alien. Maybe that's why. Maybe DNA is a biological medical program. We just don't understand it all yet. We've discovered that there is a program, but how does, who, who did this? 
some something that's way, way, way beyond our comprehension. So we call it God. And then we're, we 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 give each of these these gods different names and different different bunch of rules or different bunch of uh, food etiquette. You know, if you're Jewish, don't eat pork. You know what I mean? And then and we separate each other when we're all one fucking thing. <laughs> It's so true. Well, that's what else we so that's why that's why I said people are dying for probably a lie. What else can we expect from Anvil as Anvil? What else is uh, what kind of goodies you got for us this time? <laughs> I don't know. Have you heard Daggers of Rum? Have you heard anything else from the record? Yeah. Okay. Well, what did we give you there? <laughs> Oh no! I had I heard um, the first song. Oh, that's the, the, all that you've heard. Okay. Well, this, yes, so far, some, and I'm I'm intrigued. Well, the, uh, I was um, I was offered and requested to play a pirate in a musical play by this guy called Spooky Rubens, and wow. he and he cast me as Captain Snarl. <laughs> so That's great. She goes, goes, hey, listen, let's write me a song, man. Write me, write me a pirate song. And I went, oh, I, oh, let me think about it. So I went away and I thought about it, and I, I had a, a, a musical piece, and I went, you know what? I, I think that musical piece would work great. I wonder what, what am I going to call it? And my first things that came to my mind was swords and tequila. <laughs> by uh, by Riot, and I went, but that wasn't a pirate song. But I, I could come up. What, let me think. What if? What if? Let me think about pirates. And then I thought, rum. Okay, rum. And I go, but what are pirates known to have? Daggers. And I went, daggers and rum. And then, of course, there's the title. And from there, I did a a, a search on the internet for pirate shanties just to get some kind of. Uh, inspiration and influence and what I discovered is 90% of pirate chanties were written for musicals they were not written by pirates <laughs> so I went, wow fuck okay this is cool right I'm gonna I'm gonna write myself a musical piece here I'm gonna do it too if that's what what it is that's what it is okay so I just sat down started thinking about the pirates of Car the Caribbean and wrote the lyrics. As simple as that. But what really made it completely magical is when I went to do guitar overdubs, I discovered um, I discovered a, a musical uh, melody motif that not only fit underneath the vocals in the verse, but also fit underneath the vocals in the in the chorus. I go, wow, that's really that's really cool. So then I, 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 I placed them where I thought they'd go, and then all of a sudden it struck me, oh my God, this is a, this is a musical shanty. So I wrote, I wrote uh, lyrics for it that, that worked from my first thought of what pirates are, and it was like, yo-ho-ho, ho, yo-ho-ho, ho, give us a bottle of rum. 
Yo ho ho, yo ho ho, we be the scurvy scum. And holy shit. So what we did is we put that at the front of the song and at the end of the song in the same time signature and 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 tuning as the song, obviously. And it, it worked unbelievable. It's just most unbelievable. <laughs> it's like it probably should be in a musical. <laughs> it should have been. Like it when you hear the song uh, it opens with a rainstorm <laughs> and thunder and you can all of a sudden hear the pirates singing the yo-ho-ho and you hear the creaking of the ship and then the song enters with like this really in the same time signature as the yo-ho-ho it's just so metallic but it's metallic pirates you know it's just wow what a great combination it's just like completely magical to me i i, I thought wow it's really uh theatrical uh in its in its and and very very visual in its in its essence as a piece of music which is that's that to me is the top of the heap as far as songwriting is con concerned, that you can evoke uh, visuals in, in, in a person's mind with a piece of music, that you can actually see a video without seeing the video. You know, it's, uh, that's, that's the thing, you know. So there's a lot of stuff going on on this record. Trust me when, the, when I say that, the, 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 the diversity is off the fucking chart. But th that's what it is. But we're the bridge between hard rock and metal. Part of the reason why we fell in the cracks because we were neither nor. <laughs> and at this point, anything anything old is new. So <laughs> that that's okay now. <laughs> um, so there are, there are hard rock as essences in our music, and there's also the metal essence. So there's there's even rock and roll on the record which is never going to stop, which is completely about rock and roll. Um, and even has rock and roll motifs, Chuck Berry influenced guitar playing and completely, <laughs> but it's still anvil uh, all, all at the same time. And doing this, it's, it's, it's extraordinary in the, in the sense that it's still the same identity and it's not losing our identity in something or in some some other weird way it's really centering around what we are self-identification um certainly the the song uh die for life uh when i discovered the, the guitar riff uh which is a similar kind of I, I immediately went jackhammer i found another jackhammer fuck holy shit i found another jackhammer how anvil is that Okay, let's do this. But in discovering that, I said, well, I'm not going to do what I did with Jackhammer and just give throwaway lyrics. I'm going to say something that I, that I mean what I say and I said what I mean. <laughs> and that's why I said, die for a lie. You know? And um, you know, these are the things. And I, I, I think it works, worked out very well. 
sounds awesome. I'm really looking forward to hearing the rest of this, Edie. I think you're discussing the pirate thing. Do you think it's going to go um, in the concerts? Because I know you've got a tour starting up in Europe, I believe, next week. Well, well we're going to discover it. We're going to find out. I mean, we've, we've, we can, we're playing daggers in Rome. We can play it. That's not a, it's, 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 uh, and we are going to experiment and see how it goes over. I, I can see in time, particularly with that, because of the shanty, I would imagine people are going to start singing that before we even get on stage. <laughs> I could see that already, but, but, but that won't happen until they're aware of the song. So I don't, I don't, but then having said that, maybe probably by the time we come to play America, that will already be happening. Yeah. But I don't expect it to be happening, <laughs> you know, as first, especially on the first or second week of the tour, which the record won't be out on. <laughs> so I, I won't expect people to know it yet. But I think when people get to know it, that I think it will become something that uh, that will get sung at, at, at Anvil concerts, whether we play the song or not. It's You've got such thing. a large catalog. How do you decide what to play? Uh, it's mostly mix and match. Um, some things are just, you can't stop. You can, I, like, I, I don't think I'll ever write a better entry to a concert than March of the Crab. So I will always, I think I will, I think that that's just our trademark. That's what we do you know it's just what we do um i i don't know how else to explain it I, it just works really well uh 666 which is probably one of the very uh, very first essences of where people discovered what speed metal was um yeah. that's a staple that has to be there uh, uh things like uh from first album, well, for many, many years, we were always playing School of Love, from the, which is the first song on the first album. And now um, we decided we're going to change it a little bit and we're going to do the first song on the second side of the first album and do Ooh Baby. It's kind of interesting, kind of interesting. And, uh, you know, that you change that, that's just a small change in old material obviously still going to do Mothra <laughs> you have to you know you have to do metal on metal oh yeah you know you're probably going to end up having to do Fortune Fire or what we did this time to add something that we have never done is we're doing Free as the Wind wow which is something we've never done I don't know that I really should be announcing it because I really wanted to leave it as a, a surprise. But there, I think the most interesting aspect about Free is the Wind, doing it at 23, 24 years old and then doing it when you're 60 is two different, two different worlds. <laughs> so, um, and not only that, doing it as four piece as opposed to three piece, there's a, a number of things that have to be had to be adjusted, no, no question. 
No question. No, there is no. If we're going to do the song today, things have to be adjusted. You can't. I, I can't reproduce what I did because it's not. It's not. Not. A, it's not the same band. Not completely. And I'm not the same singer. Completely. So, the the not completely part means that I have to do something a little bit different. And it was so intriguing and invigorating to actually do that, um, rather than singing in one in one octave throughout the song. I put all kinds of variations where I could actually capture ten times the emotion than was there originally. Because I sang it all in the upper register of my voice in a strain, right? You don't, you, it, it just always sounding on you, running wild, crazy, you're, it's all like that. Instead of actually singing it and then putting emotion and texture and all the other things that you get when you're not screaming, it, it was remarkable. It's actually, I think it's actually way improved. But that's how I kind of feel about it. I don't know how the people will feel about it. Well, that's yet to be determined. Um, how do you pick and choose? It, it's really difficult. I, you know, I, I chose this because it's been, you know, 30 years on the road and people asking for the song and I've never been doing it. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you could do it one night a week, but it could, especially in the old days, because you could only sing it once and you're fucking killing yourself. So, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those kind of things that you almost over, you over it was, I overdid it when I initially recorded it, which made it very, very difficult to play and made it it became one of the most sought after and, and requested songs, but then at the same time, you can't perform it on a regular basis because it's too difficult vocally. <laughs> so that's what, that's, that's what, so, you know, now I'm older and I have a sense of wisdom that I probably didn't have and maybe a little less stubborn and, and less of a purist. Because the self, the self, um, you know, uh, critic, critic, critical aspect of my personality said, don't do it unless it can be absolutely pristinely identical to the original and having that integrity uh, wall there. And it took, it took till now before I actually revisited those feelings and I had to get I had to get over them so in doing so I I think I've, I came to a place that I going wow I fucking made an improvement in my mind that's actually pretty good you know that's a good feeling it's like I took something that I I used to do and I took it to someplace else it's like it might it may very well be worth my while to re-record the song and, you know, it, it could be even to that degree. I, I, haven't, I, I have to think about that, but I, there may be even a possibility of doing that. Um, 
you know, another thing in deciding which of the uh, new songs to choose, I chose my favorites and the ones that I thought I could perform the best live, and the ones that I would think that sound the best live. So I, I went in that direction. Your, your um, love for the music and the fans, it's, it's palpable. And I can understand and appreciate that. Uh, you know, I heard recently that you'd said that uh, you're not going to quit. You're going to keep at it. And I was like, yes, because I'm the same way. It's like a marriage. What would be the point? What would be the point in stopping? I finally got a momentum after after 40 years. I finally got a momentum. Why would I stop now? How lucky exactly. can how lucky can one human being be to actually have something to do with their life when they can't go do menial work? I can't lift. I cannot lift the the, the deliveries from Choice Children Catering, even if I wanted to. If, even if I wanted to do the job that I was doing 10 years ago, I can't do that now. So I thank God every fucking day, and I'm not even a believer. <laughs> I don't know what it is, the universe, maybe thank Sasha, maybe, maybe thank my, my dear friend Sasha. Hold on one second. this one. Hello, Lips here. Can you call me back in in about three four minutes? Yes, because I'm, I'm I went over all day, man. So uh, I'm 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 still on another interview. About five minutes? Yeah, it's just call me back in about four minutes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. See how things go. <laughs> I go till this I can't awesome, go anymore. man. You're busy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And this is what what's happening at sixty years old. And how 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 fucking blessed am I? I'm not looking at retirement. I don't have to retire. <laughs> I, I retired. Hey, I love. retired. I retired from doing deliveries to a life of fucking wow. I go. I traveling all over the fucking world. I'm 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 meeting all these people. It's like holy shit. What a blessing, man. Couldn't have been, couldn't have been a happier ending than than that. <laughs> so yeah, do it, awesome. do, do it till you die, just like Lemmy. You got to do it right till you die, man. And because because it's all hard rock music and it won't go away, you can. <laughs> Metal's never gonna die, man. It's always no, been there. No, no, man. It's, we're all relevant to our last day, just like Lemmy. That's what's so fucking cool. You know, it's not like an old, you don't burn out, you just die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hey, love it. I'm, I, I feel really great. I'm very thankful for you coming and talking to me today. Um, I know our listeners are going to be really thrilled, and I'm really looking forward to hearing the rest of the um, CD Anvil is Anvil, and maybe see you guys on tour when you come back to the United States. Okay, sounds and good. Man. Great. Okay, we'll be down. We start a tour in May 11th. Keep an Sweet. eye on keep an eye on Facebook for details, and we'll see you then. Great. Thanks so much, Lips. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> 